Spirit. Amen. This evening in the church we are celebrating the feast of the Holy Apostle Jude. And his icon, of course, is, is over there uh, in between the, the feasts there. And it's great that we have uh, his icon in the nave, of course, because of this uh, connection to St. Jude Hospital. And it makes it a very Memphis particular uh, a saint that, that we have. And there are even some of you here who work there. And um, most of you know, likely, the way that St. Jude Hospital received its name. And the story is, of course, um, that uh, Jude in the, the Western Church, in the, the Catholic Church, he is the, the patron saint of lost causes. And uh, I'm not exactly sure why he's the patron saint of lost causes, but the, a couple of things that I read uh, this week um, about him said that um, there were some that... Uh, he was the patron saint of lost causes because he was the last apostle that they would go to, or the last person that, that people would, would turn to. If Peter couldn't do it, if Paul couldn't do it, if Philip couldn't do it, if Thomas couldn't do it, if Matthew couldn't do it, maybe Jude could do it. And there were some even that said that they, they were reluctant to, to ask Jude for his prayers for fear that they would say Judas and that they'd be talking to the wrong guy. And so it said that people were reluctant to uh, make mention of, of Jews, who became the patron of lost causes. And so the story, of course, is that Danny Thomas uh, was struggling, and he asked the, uh, St. Jude to pray for him, and he said that if you can help protect my family, can protect me, then I will build a shrine dedicated to you. And so, of course, out of that comes St. Jude Hospital, and uh, it's really a great blessing that that hospital is here in Memphis and that uh, the hospital is working to uh, help those lost causes, those children with cancer, uh, and is doing a, a profound work uh, throughout the world. So we're celebrating St. Jude, and of course all things are in God's, God's providence, and uh, it's great to be celebrating the, the patron saint of lost causes, according to the Catholic Church. Philip wants to come see me, and he likes to see uh, patron saint of lost causes in the church and to have Clifford here with us for his last liturgy on earth with us because surely he is already celebrating the heavenly liturgy and making that connection with the patron saint of lost causes I am in no way saying that Clifford was a lost cause very far from, from the truth of that would be Clifford for most of us as you know was probably the furthest thing away from a lost cause as far as the eyes of God but Clifford was a man who perhaps could be associated with lost causes because of what his ministry was. Um, I would visit uh, with Clifford, uh, and we'd have lunch together every now and then, and one time when we were eating lunch, I asked him, I said, Clifford, what, what advice would you give to a young priest? And he says, after he thought about it for a while, and I almost wanted to ask him again, and did you hear me? Did you... Uh, but he, he thought about it and he said, do not forget the forgotten. And so that was the advice that he would give. Do not forget the forgotten. And so uh, he lived that. Clifford lived that life, seeking after those who were the lost causes, seeking after those who were the forgotten. And on the day of his repose, 
um, before he reposed, Marshall and Catherine and I were talking, and, and Marshall shared with me some very profound stories about uh, Clifford he, not, not forgetting the forgotten. And he went to Solani uh, Seminary in Tennessee, and it was at a time, of course, where they were uh, working on integration. And they were fighting against integration. And so an African-American student came to register at Sewanee and they turned him away until Clifford let a walk out. And the result of that, of course, was that they integrated the school. And so Clifford, uh, being one who was standing up for what was right and what was righteous, and he did the same thing in his pastorate in South Carolina, from what I understand from Marshall, that as an Episcopal priest there in South Carolina, at times he was serving both an African-American church and a white church at the same time. And he was this person that everybody trusted. And so he worked to bring together the communities and he helped to integrate the local YMCA there in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And so he worked for causes that are still important for us. And we have here the passing of a legendary person whose witness we should all really take to heart and try to do some of the same things ourselves. Do not forget the forgotten. And Clifford really lived that. And he lived that here in, uh, in his ministry at, at St. John. And I don't, didn't know him for very long in doing the prison ministry because the last time Clifford went to the prison was the first time that I did. And that was five years ago. And so Clifford was the young 89-year-old man going faithfully into the prison where he served for years, for years ministering to people. And he would go, and when, when we go nowadays, we just go and we meet the guys in a particular room. Clifford would go and he would actually go and sit on their beds and he would go and sit down and eat with them. And he was able to do things that the rest of us couldn't do because he had been there for so long and everybody loved him and nobody was worried that anything was going to happen to Father Clifford. And so when you go there still today, I know the next time I'm able to go there, I'll run into someone and someone will say, how's Father Clifford? And I'll have to be the one to break the news to them that he fell asleep in the Lord. And in fact, today I was, was communicating with the chaplain up there and he was very sorry to hear about Clifford's repose. But Clifford lived the life of not forgetting the forgotten. And why did he do that? Well, because just like St. Jude says in the epistle tonight, he earnestly contended for the faith that was once and for all delivered to the saints. He knew that his faith had to be one that was actually lived out, lived out in righteousness, and that he couldn't be just a person who said, I believe in, in the Lord, but that I'm going to do something about it. And in the gospel this, this evening, we heard Christ say that he who loves me keeps his commandments follows his word and then the father loves them and we can stand here celebrating the divine liturgy with full confidence that this is a well-loved man not just by us but by our lord and that he is rejoicing in the heavenly kingdom because he didn't forget the forgotten and thus neither will he be forgotten and so on this blessed day when we celebrate the feast of saint jude patron saint of lost causes, we have that always eternally now yoked with the memory of our beloved Clifford. The one who himself could be the patron of lost causes because he didn't just minister to the person right in front of him, and I'm certain that he did minister to the people right in front of him, but he sought after those who 
forgotten. So that they would not be forgotten. So they would not feel forgotten. But that, so that Christ's presence could be there as well. And so the challenge for us is to be like St. Jude. And to be like Father Clifford. And to earnestly contend for the faith once and for all delivered to the saints and live it. To love God and to not forget the forgotten. May that be our life as well. And may we also never be forgotten. And may Clifford's memory be eternal. Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.